0: Welcome back to the Soul Sisters podcast. We are your hosts. I am Kanisha, And I'm Aisha. And this is a safe place where we discuss all things relationships, career, and health. So we hope that you find comfort in knowing that no matter where you are on your journey, you are not alone. So welcome to episode nine.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, we are on SoundCloud. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. So please subscribe. Um, subscribe to all of those platforms or at least one so that you know when we drop a new episode. We would like to thank our sponsors. Um, we have Scrap Yarn LLC. They make handmade crochet clothing and it's made with love and customized just for you. You can see their collection of handmade tops, sweaters, handbags, hats, and more if you visit Linktree forward slash aria j that's linktree forward slash a-r-r-i-a-j our other sponsor is royal victory cosmetics these are cosmetics that look good on you and are good for you there is a variety of lipsticks in different shades Um, they also offer beard and hair oil and all the products are natural safe and vegan friendly So you can visit them on Facebook and Instagram at Royal Victory Cosmetics or um, the square site to make a purchase at Royal Victory Cosmetics forward slash square site. So if you would like to have your business highlighted here on the Soul Sisters podcast, you can reach out to us via email and we can discuss sponsorship opportunities. It's a great way to get your business in front of a new bigger audience that you're not already reaching so you can send us an email at soulsispodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com so that's s-o-u-l-s-i-s-p-o-d-c-a-s-t-s at gmail.com and we'll be happy to discuss those sponsorship opportunities with you so our topic for today is intimacy so in our intro, we mentioned that we talk about relationships. Obviously intimacy is a part of relationships. Mm-hmm. So there are actually five different types of intimacy that we're going to talk about today. Um, we are going to be referencing some information from mindbodygreen.com and apn.com. Um, but as you all know, before we get into all of that, but first, we have to do our fun <laughs> segment um so we had so much fun last week with the conversation cards we running them back <laughs> so i don't mind <laughs> we might be running them back a few more times again so <laughs> that may just be our new thing it might be our new thing so i am going to again just lay them out here on the table
1: oh i got options and then
0: we can choose from the stack and then um, we'll each pick, and then we'll each answer as well. You could Are you you can go
1: first? You should have fanned mine like, Uno no cards. <laughs> my nails ain't done. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got to hide them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you knew you couldn't fail, what career would you pursue? Hmm, that's a good one. That is. I'm going to let you. I'm going to think about it while you talk about yours.
0: <laughs> um, well, a career I always wanted to have was to be an actress. Mm-hmm. So and it is a big um, element of fail when it comes to that. I mean, yeah. you got people who go to Hollywood and stuff all the time and never make it or end up homeless or back at home. So <laughs> it's a big element of failing in that. So if I knew for sure that I could just go out there and make it and be on somebody's TV screen tomorrow, yes. I would
1: do that. That would be what you want to do. Yes. Oh, yes. man. There would be a lot of careers that I would have pursued. I wanted to be a gymnast at one point. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, see,
0: you like active stuff. I just, mm-mm.
1: Yeah. I don't want to do that. <laughs> a gym, I wanted to be an actress, but that was, you know, when, back when I was little. Mm-hmm. And, and that, um, uh, yeah, I think that would have I would have probably been a gymnast. I could see that. Yeah. I could see you doing that. Some type of Olympian, gymnast track, you know, running track. Yeah. So I'm gonna go get
0: a movie like about gymnasts and then I'll cast you in it too. So then you can be your
1: actress and a gymnast yes. at the same time. Yes. I could be the geriatric gymnast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you could just be the teacher teaching
1: other people how to do it. No, I wanna be active. I'm gonna be doing I'm out Not there with the, the kids. Mess around and break a hip. <laughs> That's it. I'll be out of commission. Okay, let's see what I get. What is the best
0: slash worst thing about being your age? <laughs> um, All of it. <laughs> um, <sighs> the best thing is probably like the wisdom and the knowledge that you just get from being older. Mm-hmm. I was actually just thinking about this on the way here. Like... Sometimes I wish I was younger, but I knew the stuff that I know now. Mm-hmm. And I said, actually, I wouldn't want to know everything I know now because I wouldn't have no fun. Yeah. Like the fun I have now is not the fun that I wanted to have, that I would have wanted to have when I was younger. Yep. So the wisdom and the knowledge and the the ability to like set boundaries now and not care so much what people think mm-hmm. and just, you know, that yep. that growth is good about being the age that I am now. Yeah. Um, the worst thing is, stuff don't be working right. My hip be hurting. <laughs> <laughs> My hip was hurt earlier today. I'm like, what? Why?
1: <laughs> and that stuff don't be working right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can it. agree, though. Um, the best part of this age is the, the wisdom, the knowledge, the not caring, about stuff that really used to matter like Mm -hmm. when you was 21 especially um an overemphasis on like how you look or what you think people think of you Mm -hmm. you know pretty much the same thing you said yeah yeah the worst thing yeah you just can't move like you used to at this age you cannot uh, but, you know, what? The, I think the best thing, too, that you have a lot more freedom at this age than you do because you don't allow certain things um, to restrict you as much as you did in your mm-hmm. 20s. You know, um, another worst part of it is that you ain't got as much time as you used to have when you was younger. So it's like some of the things that you didn't get a chance to do Um Either you're just not going to do them or Mm -hmm. you need to hurry up and do them because time is ticking. (laughs) (coughs) It is. Yeah, I think just that wisdom and that knowledge and yeah, yeah, for sure. Having older kids now?
0: (laughs) For sure, that too. Even though mine, not fully older, but
1: (coughs) I was going to grab it for you since you said your (laughs) next. Hurry up. (laughs) She told me do it fast. Let's not look at the nails. Um, Oh. If you could pick yeah. your own name, what would it be? I don't think that's a fair question. What? would <laughs> be a lot of them.
0: Mine would be something without Isha on it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, whatever it, it could be. I used to like um, like Natalie mm-hmm. or something like something real like even like it could go either <laughs> way, kind of a thing. Mm, okay. Like Um, what? Like I I definitely
1: wouldn't be a Isha. Yeah, I didn't like my name at first either because you know, because of the Ishas. Yeah, but I never thought about like what I want my name to be. What else? I'm like, I'm just this is it. (laughs) Right, you got what you got. (laughs) That's it. But the crazy part is I don't have a middle name, so I'm just first name last name. I I have one, and it's i do say it's terrible. My mama might be mad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not something that you would choose to go by. <laughs> no, it's not.
0: So I'm going to just stick
1: with this Isha name because the, the middle one, that's worse. So, no. But, you know, one name, um, and I really wanted to name one of my girls, which I wanted to really name one of my girls, was Aubrey. I thought I like it was Aubrey. so cute. And, the, and it went in line with the A names, with mm-hmm. me and my girls. But, um somebody on their dad's side name was Aubrey so I couldn't steal it. Yes you could. It was like their great granddad. <laughs> <laughs> you could have been like, I believe you had a junior. junior. And then he had a junior. Uh-oh. He had a third and then it was the fourth.
0: So I was like, oh. oh. Okay that might be too many. Yeah. But yeah that's a cute name. But yeah. But yeah anything yeah without anything that.
1: With, without yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no when Aisha came out the song by another bad yeah. creation
0: yeah you didn't i didn't like loving that or neck. you did yes. oh okay
1: <laughs> i had taped it you know on vhs <laughs> right? and i just rewound and played it every day you know i was like that's me coolest name what
0: what happened to them
1: who knows
0: that, that was, was probably... so crazy how people just come out and sing a song and then be gone
1: those... i ain't never heard nothing about them ever again no those one hit wonders yeah that was it no they had like another song i was gonna say what that. else they did have something But I, you know, must not have been as significant because I don't remember what it was, or it was that long ago. (laughs) Probably a little bit of both.
0: Okay, last one. Ideally, how do you like to spend your birthday? Ooh, since they're both
1: coming up. (laughs) (laughs) Ideally, out of the country somewhere for me, traveling, like give me a and even though my birthday is only one day but I want to take two weeks
0: oh yeah it ain't it definitely go past the
1: one day <laughs> <laughs> out of the country and just seeing other things definitely no limits yep
0: yeah I like that um I would like to have a surprise party at some point in my life but ideally how I like to spend it and how I normally spend it is I usually have like time with my family one day like usually on my birthday or like the day before or whatever Mm -hmm. and then i usually go out of town out of the country whatever yeah which is the same plan for this year
1: yep same year and we'll have to talk about that in our our next episode so everybody had to tune in because we'll be talking about traveling um yeah what are our travel plans this summer coming up summer and fall yeah i try to travel all year round but yeah That'd be nice. So let's hop into right. our topic of intimacy.
0: Yes. So um, as I said before, we're going to be talking about five different types um, of intimacy. So those five are emotional, intellectual, experiential, spiritual, and physical. So um, similar to love languages, I think it's five of those too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the five yep. love Similar to those um i believe we all have a intimacy level too that matches with us and probably more than one Mm -hmm. um because with the love languages i think i have more than one um that i feel like applies to
1: me yeah yeah i think most of us do yeah so
0: um as far as when you think of intimacy i think most people automatically think about physical intimacy yeah and some people probably think that's the only one that it is so hopefully Y'all learned something today, knowing that there's five. (laughs) It's not just the one. Um, So it's not just that. It's not just the physical. There's uh, many more factors to building and sustaining an intimate relationship.
1: And even with that physical intimacy, there's different intimacies within that. Yep. Yep. We'll talk about that, too. Yep. How it's different
0: ones. So um, as far as the definition, so really simply intimacy is the degree of closeness and a bond that exists between you and your partner. Um, and I mean, I think these, most of these probably do relate to like a romantic relationship, Mm -hmm. but we talked about before, like on the friendship one, um,
1: it could apply to different relationships in your life. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It could apply both ways.
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: So we'll talk about each one. We'll talk about kind of once we get through them, which one we feel like or ones we feel like relate to us the most or we connect with the most. Yeah. Yeah. So the first one being emotional intimacy is the degree to which you and your partner are willing and able to connect on a deep and meaningful level. So those emotions and feelings um, is more than just saying how you feel, but it requires trust and the willingness to be open and vulnerable and expressing your deep thoughts, feelings and needs. So we talked about before Ooh. how we like to be deep. That's kind of where yeah. these conversation cards came from <laughs> of asking those deep questions and um being able to have those conversations.
1: So that's obviously important. Yeah.
0: You
1: know. I mean, we got to have be for sure. willing to be open, you said. But you also got to be willing to be a little uncomfortable mm-hmm. cuz this it could be The scary. vulnerable part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And just that, you I mean, you feel that physical discomfort sometimes when you talk about those emotional Emotions, period. You know, emotional intimacy. But um, it applies to, like you said, the, not only just romantic relationships, but friendships as well. Um, can you be emotionally intimate with yourself? This is just a question. I'm not trying to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, Or is that emotional intelligence?
0: Yeah, because I think to be intimate, you have to have an exchange. Okay. So if you exchange a little too much with yourself, that might be a problem. <laughs> so maybe it's a more I don't know, time. or is it a problem? <laughs> <laughs> might not be a problem for some of us. But, okay. So some examples of that would be, um, so if you're in a relationship and you're able to have a long and tender conversation about what you want out of the relationship. Mm -hmm. again this is and that's what we talked about in the friendship episode how it crosses over so much because we talked about what we need out of our friendship relationship too yeah same thing they're saying to make that known about um what you need about the relationship and you're able to to do it even though it feels a little scary because you don't maybe not know what you're gonna get from the other person Mm -hmm. um you're able to engage in that conversation and then you know, hear what the other person has to say and then be able to feel even closer afterwards to be able to try and understand what each person is saying. So that's just one example. Um, another one is, say, the woman in the relationship comes home from a stressful day. She's able to talk about her feelings, about her job, her co-workers. You know, it's always somebody at work you got a story about. Yeah. And to know you can come home and tell somebody about it and they're gonna listen <laughs> and actually try and help you process and like, validate your emotions. So that's a
1: form of emotional intimacy as mm-hmm. well. You know, here it says uh, feeling safe, mm-hmm. expressing. I think that is really, really key. Yeah, the trust aspect. You yeah, have to have that. Yeah. And if you don't feel safe to be able to express yourself or, you know, to be vulnerable, then it's really hard to have that, those intimate moments or the intimate connection, mm-hmm. you know, because you're just, you're guarded. Right. But, well okay
0: right and (laughs) and when you think about i mean it has to get to that point obviously but you definitely want to aim for that in a relationship because you can be guarded with anybody you don't want to have to be guarded Mm -hmm. in a you know a relationship with somebody that you care about so that's a a level of intimacy that i think we all should probably aim yeah aim for (laughs) um at some point in in all relationships um, so the next one is intellectual intimacy. So kind of the definition of that is the comfort in communicating beliefs and viewpoints without worrying about the potential, um, that the conflict might create. So each person in the relationship has a freedom to think for themselves, believe that their opinions are valued and still, instead of feeling the pressure to agree mm. with the other person. um, So some examples of that are you having a a conversation and it's somewhat of a debate about the importance of, say, education. And you're disagreeing, but you're able to have that conversation and hear each other out and kind of be able to understand the rationality behind each point without feeling like you have to change your point to agree with me or, you know, that you have to change your point to agree with the other person. So even in this one too, um, the people sometimes even enjoy the back and forth of it. So that's yeah. the, the intimacy of it. The fact that we don't see the exact same way. Mm-hmm. I like to be able to hear your different aspect and give mine and kind of go back and forth on the different reasonings as to why. Yeah. So people like thrive off of that in having the different intellectual,
1: yeah. um, thoughts or capacities they like feed off of each other yeah you know and it's like disagree i mean it's kind of challenging in a way though you know yeah i don't know
0: if i would like that that much not that i want you to just be agreeable with everything i say Mm -hmm. but i also don't want to have to have a debate every time we talk
1: but being able to articulate and just like express yourself you know and how you're feeling or you know intellectually without knowing that this is not going to turn into a heated argument. Right, you know, right. and have it
0: be understood, even if it's still not agreed with. Yeah. I can still understand you and disagree. hmm so, so, yeah. Yeah,
1: I mean, I guess that's important, too. Yeah, you can still value their opinion, and but yeah. also disagree with it.
0: Yeah, you can certainly value opinions that aren't the same as yours. Um, I just feel like sometimes in a relationship it could be a problem, depending on what how big the issue is Mm -hmm. if it is something simple as who was the best person in the movie like well I think they acted better or I think they did well that's small yeah but if it's you know should we move
1: to Florida or Colorado you know what I'm saying like that's a big difference (laughs) life
0: altering on a disagreement
1: life altering yeah like um on here one of the examples that they have on here is a couple read and discusses a book together, mm-hmm. and the two eager to compare their takeaways and stella, instead of telling one another what the author what meant, meant, I think that can fall under the category of both intellectual intimacy and emotional intimacy. Mm-hmm. Just having that, being in, pro, you know, pro, well, you know, reading with each other and, and just discussing that, It's it falls under both categories. I think it I like fall that. under... Um experiential too now that's something new to
0: me let's talk about that and that's the one i think that i relate to the most i like the emotional one too because i do like you know that deep side of it so this one um is experiences so shared experiences that can lead mm-hmm. to inside jokes or private memories that intensify the connection so the act of teamwork and moving together towards a common goal while creating an experience mm, okay so experience
1: Intimacy. That's something new. That's something I never yeah i ap- apply intimacy to. Like I love that kind of stuff. Intimacy, so some of these examples intimacy. I put these are my own examples. <laughs> <laughs> these are one that apply to you. <laughs> but I think about it now like maybe, you know, a candlelit dinner, you know, that's an experience. Or, you know, a, a really nice picnic or mm-hmm. you know, going out on a boat and just you know the two of you or whatever that experience is and i even think you have picnic in the park here <laughs> i do i do okay but even, get so it. those
0: examples so i'll go through those but also like back to the inside jokes and private memory so to have something that only y'all know mm-hmm. like you know you can yeah, be somewhere uh-huh. and this like them. you said yeah it's like an insider you know yeah. saying only we know it like that's cute i love that kind of stuff <laughs> <laughs> um, so some of the examples I put, so say cooking a joint meal, one prepares the entree, one makes the dessert or the side. So we are teamwork to come up with this meal that yeah. obviously we're going to eat together. Um, so the picnic one, you mentioned like having a picnic in the park and then someone is responsible for planning the day. So like what park we go to, the games we're going to play or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the other person like pack the picnic basket with the snacks and the food and all of that. Um, this is a big one for me. So visiting another city or a place, mainly a city or a country, somewhere that neither person has been to before yeah, and being able to experience that together for the first time.
1: Yeah, first I time experiences is nice.
0: And even something small like going to a restaurant or eating a certain food together, like you both tasting it for the first time, or you know, you can yeah. have that first time memory together with that person. Yep. Like I love creating like experiences and, and memories. New memories, yeah. yeah. But that you can share with yeah the person. So that's probably my um, favorite one. Like I said, the emotional one too, but that one is so deep. Like sometimes you just want to have fun.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> like let's
0: just go on a trip. Let's just, and look at some new stuff together
1: yeah so yeah
0: so that next one. Oh wait and then i forgot i had another example Uh-oh. um i put person in a home together but it could really be anything so just think of something you i was trying to think of intimate? something something big right and say intimate. like you don't have the money i'm saying so you <laughs> save up like y'all save up for it together <laughs>
1: That's stressful. Take and that off of And during the here. time of saving
0: up, you can, like, help push each other. Like, you be like, I want to go shopping. Like, no, remember we got to save for this. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. you work it together, and then you get to it, and you like, look what we did.
1: Okay, that's cute in theory. <laughs> but <laughs> that's not intimacy. <laughs> That don't fall oh, in this intimacy category. But I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, because
0: it's an experience and it's something that j- just y'all two share together. Yeah. So again, so say like you asked me to go shopping. I'm like, well I can't go, because I'm saving up for my house. Yeah. And then he'd be like, yeah, you know, we gotta save. We can't go. And
1: he'd be like, oh, oh. yeah. Then I might be mad in a moment, but right. it's still it's cute, especially once we get it. Right. It... Okay. That's a special one for you. <laughs>
0: you like, you can have it. So that. we're
1: having, right now, we're having a, um intellectual, intimate moment <laughs> with agreeing to disagree. We're agreeing <laughs> to disagree. <laughs> I value your opinion. It is, And I know it's important to you. <laughs> okay, maybe replace home with something else. We save it up to do something else. No, but I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, that's funny.
0: Okay, so I guess so we moving on to the next one then. So uh, Spiritual intimacy.
1: The closeness forms when you feel special moments, intimate moments with your partner. Though praying and worshiping as a couple could qualify as one such moment, there are many other examples of spiritual intimacy. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to get into this, to learn about this. Because um, other than praying and worshiping, you know, those are really important parts. And for me, I think this one will speak the loudest to me as far as like the different dimensions of intimacy. Mm-hmm. Um the first example is partners watch the sunrise together, jointly marveling at it. <laughs> <laughs> that was another word there, but Kanisha <laughs> you you using all these big words today <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that just ain't rolling off the tongue this late in the evening. Um, I figured you
0: would like that and the next one, too, because you like
1: yes. outdoorsy stuff. Mm-hmm. A couple takes a walk through the park while holding hands, enjoying the beauty of nature as well as each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm here for all That's of that. It's so cute, and the picnic. <laughs> <laughs> Spouses connect as they stand in quiet awe, overlooking the just something beautiful, overlooking something beautiful. Isn't that so sweet? It is because you can just stand there in each other's presence. But
0: see, they all kind of tie back together because that's like a experience too.
1: Yeah, that is being
0: together, going to see yep. something that you both of y'all never saw before, or experience something you never.
1: That is in, like connected. And emotional. Mm. Okay, I
0: know you could probably fit it into each one.
1: Um, partners discuss their ethics, sense of purpose, personal definitions of spirituality. The discussion deepens their understanding of each other. Yes, to all of that. Because you're a couple, that doesn't mean you're necessarily share the same. I mean, probably the same overall beliefs. You have some really intimate conversations, and they get really, really deep. Um, When it comes to spirituality Mm -hmm. and understanding, you know, because people have different backgrounds, they grow up different, you know, and it's just interesting to hear, even outside of a couple or romantic relationship, just, you know, people talk about like their sense of purpose and like, sometimes you can connect with it, sometimes you can't, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I like to hear that. Yeah, but that's definitely
0: a good deep conversation to have. Like I said last week. Nobody knows fully, you know, what's necessarily right. It's just what you believe mm-hmm. and what your beliefs are, what you believe your purpose is, all of that is That's usually very interesting to hear, even if, like you said, you don't necessarily align with it or whatever. It's yeah. still interesting to hear people
1: talking well, that people way. What people believe, yeah. yeah. And we were talking about that, too, when on off the mic when we were out mm-hmm. and about, like, you know, other lifetimes or your soul in this lifetime, heaven and hell. And yeah. it was, you know, it's just everybody's take and idea of It's just different. Yeah. Um, a couple reads a few passages from their religious texts before bed every night. Doing so helps them to relax and feel mutually attuned with a greater, with a greater power than themselves. Um, yeah. So we're going into
0: <laughs> physical intimacy. Um, kind of save that for last. Because like I said in the beginning, most people think that's the only one. So hopefully in listening to all the ones before this, um, you all were able to learn something. Maybe take some notes and figure out aside from physical, which one of those other ones um, line up with you the most. So now physical intimacy, which we know is typically. um
1: It's physical. Right. And it's
0: typically sex. When people think about intimacy, they think about sex. They consider those like the same thing, which, again, as we know today, it's not because it's all kind of different, different ones. Um, so intimacy is about closeness and intercourse is about as close as possible. You can get to another human, <laughs> Which, which is true. I think we all know how that works. So that's probably as close <laughs> as you can get to somebody else. Um, Physical intimacy is about creating feelings of closeness and connection through using your bodies and physical touch, which can also include non-sexual touch.
1: Yeah. So let's make sure to emphasize that.
0: Yeah, because I think, again, everybody just thinks you say intimacy, you think about physical touch and the sexual part of it, which obviously is a part of it, but that's not it.
1: That's Um, not all. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So some other examples of like the non-physical touch would be even though. I mean, I guess you're kind of touching two in these. The non, <laughs> the non, oh no, no, the non-sexual, not the non-touch. Not right, you still got to touch, people. yeah. Okay, because it's
1: physical. Yes, so you still yes, gotta, yes.
0: Yeah. Okay, so I just said that wrong. So the non-sexual mm-hmm. is cuddling, kissing, hugging, holding hands, sitting close together. Or any other type of like skin-to-skin contact that you wouldn't normally have with someone. So even like the sitting close together, if your arms are touching or, you know, your leg is on them or whatever, that's still that physical touch that's not the sexual part of it. Yeah,
1: so physical, intimate touch.
0: Right. Right. So um, in the fact, again, that there's five outside of physical, even within physical, there's other aspects too it's not physical it's not just that one thing um so again hopefully this like opens up people's minds to think about different ways to be intimate because again intimacy can be with friendships as well so obviously you wouldn't have the sexual side of it, you know, with a friend, but you can still be physically intimate, but you can still be right. Yeah. Cause you exactly. can still, you can hug them. Yeah, You can sit close to them. You, you can, can, you know, all of that. So, mm-hmm. okay, okay. So, um, physical intimacy is our last one on the list of five. So if we're going back through and going through them yeah, again, recap. we'll recap. So it was emotional, intellectual, experiential, spiritual, and physical. So, um, like I said, I think the experiment, not experiment, experience one (laughs) is the one um, that would probably be my top Mm -hmm. one just because I like that kind of thing, like those experiences, sharing them with people. Um, But emotional intimacy is also at the top of my list Um, because, again, all of them can't be at the top. It's at the top. It's not one, it's two. But okay. it's still close at the top. <laughs> or it's one and a half. They could be interchangeable depending on yeah. the time, depending on, you know, yep. what's
1: going on. The season and life. Yeah. Is, you know, that doesn't always stay the
0: same. Yeah, I think they're uh, probably equal for me. Um Spiritual is up there too. Um, but yeah, I think I think I mean, they're all important. I think intellectual will probably be lower on the list just Mm -hmm. because of how it's explained obviously i want somebody that's intellectual but the way that it's explained here as far as having those kind of discussions that would probably be last on the list for me Mm -hmm. um but as far as the other ones i mean they're all pretty interchangeable again as we just said kind of depending on the the time yeah the relationship the
1: yeah just the season. season
0: yeah yeah, if the but sun I mean said in the West. Right. <laughs> or so in the East. They all no. will be up there. Obviously, you know, we all need the physical intimacy part. Um, I mean, so that's, you know, up on the list too. But yeah, I think it's just a matter
1: of when and Time. where
0: and who and all of that.
1: <laughs> well, taking in consideration, um, that or maybe I shouldn't take that in consideration. Um for me, I would say oof. I'll just say my three, but in not order of importance because I feel all three of them are important. They equally important. Yeah, um, the spiritual, the physical, and the emotional. Those are.
0: So you ain't trying to have no experiences, huh?
1: That's just me. I'm gonna have experiences <laughs> anyway. You know, I'm always gone. <laughs> you can come Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's like kind of a given in a relationship when that may come naturally, especially if you connect it with somebody who um, y'all have that in common, you know, so that's it's not. Right. I think it's going to happen. It's going to come. But I'm saying that's like important
0: to me. Mm, okay to have like I would I think it would happen anyway, but I would be more um, intentional about making those experiences. Mm, Okay. So, yeah.
1: Yeah and for me Yeah, I'll be more intentional about the spiritual and the emotional and the physical because like I said the the experiential is just a given <laughs> okay. I think that just all comes along with it mm-hmm. but yeah
0: all so right. this was so... something to,
1: a lot to think about I never thought about the different domains of um, or the different categories of intimacy right. and then you know those were some really good examples that you provided
0: Yeah. So those were kind of our list, even though I think at the end of the day, we're saying all of them are important.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) But um, you guys, if you want, tell us, you know, what's important to you, maybe what you learned, especially if maybe you thought physical was the only way to go. Um, (laughs) You learn now that there's more um, and which ones you think relate to you. The most, so we want to hear like it. in the comments wherever you are subscribed and you see it posted. Um, feel free to comment and let us know. And we can have a conversation there too, or email, or email us. Yes, again. So we gave the email for the. Um, Sponsorship opportunities But that's not the only thing That the email is used for So feel free to email us questions Email us suggestions If you guys want um, us to talk about something specific That we haven't talked about yet We will certainly take those suggestions Into consideration And then also If you're responding to something that we said or did on the podcast We would prefer you to put it in the comments So that other people can join in too Um, But if you want to email Obviously we will take we that respond. as well Yep. we respond yes well all right so I, that is it for episode nine um we will see you all next time again just remember to subscribe continue listening we're so thankful for all of you that continue to listen each week um mm-hmm. and even if you just found us today make sure you go back and listen to the others um and subscribe and share with someone else who um you think may benefit from hearing it as well So, just a reminder, if you didn't have a soul sister before, now Now you have. have two. So, we'll see you all next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.